and be part of the show? 
motherfucker baby. <laughs> I like it. I bet you Rob Zombie likes it. You gotta love that. That's uh, the Rob Zombie song is interpreted by B fifty two, kind of, sort of. Well, somebody's view. Somebody's view. Music's a tricky thing. What you're gonna like and what you're not gonna like. People always recommending music to me. Like um, (laughs) this is funny. Gary told me, you know, Sal knows never to bother me or talk to me. I mean, you know, basically, you know, Sal, when we first hired Sal, he thought that he was going to be hanging out at my house and watching TV right, with me Right, he's going to be your best friend. Yeah, that we were going to watch television in bed together. We were going to watch Survivor <laughs> and have dinners at my house. Just the two of us, that he would slowly become my best friend. Well, he knew you so well. Right. That this had to be happening. And then for a That's while. you brought him on. For a while, he needed a place to stay in the city and asked me if he could stay at my apartment. <laughs> <laughs> then, um, you know, but, but he's been pretty normal for a while. Well, he's never been normal, Howard. Okay. What we did was we told Sal he's not allowed to leave the room that he works in. <laughs> <laughs> and he's not allowed to go in the he's halls. He's in prison here. Well, he is because he used to go up to the guests and try to get their phone numbers and information. Like when the guys from Kiss came in, he thought that he would bond with them. Yeah, and he insulted some guests. Yeah. He just doesn't have a good thought process. No. I'm confused. Yeah, in confused. Fact, uh, it confused. wasn't it the the first week we were here that he and Richard streaked? Yeah. He just... Serious. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. He went out in the hall and, and streaked <laughs> and almost got fired. <laughs> the first day. Yeah. So Gary said he... Got a whole bunch of texts from Sal over the weekend, and he goes, it's weird because Sal's gotten to the point where he doesn't bother Gary, but Gary said sometimes his desire to be my best friend overrides overrides all protocol. Uh So Sal, over the weekend, had heard some song, and Sal and I don't even share musical taste, but he thinks we do. He heard a song that he thought I would like. Oh. And he, so, like, that's the kind of thing that can wait till Monday. Yeah, no, but he got he was on fire. He was on fire over the weekend. And, <laughs> and so he said to Gary, listen, there's a song I heard I think Howard would like to listen to. And he needs to get this information to you yeah, Gary, right away. Gary, what did he want to do? Did he want to call me or he wanted to? What- he said, hey, Gary, if I wanted to suggest a song to Howard, can I email his assistant or don't bother? <laughs> so I wrote back, what is it? And he sent me the song. What was the song? It's a, a it's a cover of Don't Fear the Reaper by the band Him. And I said, you should put it up on our internal website. And he wrote, great idea. Thanks. I got to hear this song. Right. Blue Oyster Cult 
uh, Don't Fear the Reaper. But right. So it's a band called Ham. It's like kind of a, I guess it's a metal version. I don't even like the Blue Oyster Cult version of that song. <laughs> right. You don't want to hear it under any circumstances. No. I, I protest hearing that. I used to have to play that on album rock radio all the time. Hi, WCCC, AM and FM. I feel like, oh, no. Is this my life? Is this really the career I've chosen, introducing Blue Oyster Cult? This cover version is 23 years old. It came out in 1997. So Sal's been sitting on this probably for a long time. Huh. Where is the song, guys? Um, give me like two minutes. Hold on. Oh. What's the name of this band? Him. Him. Uh, very important. You should have told Sal to call me because I didn't realize it was this. Uh, you couldn't wait for this, could you? Think of the this, weekend. You missed this. You could have been listening to it all weekend. Think about my weekend would have been drastically different. <laughs> How dare you now, keep did this? did he think you'd like this because of your sort of familial connection to Blue Ice? They're called some uh, member of the band. The lead singer is my cousin? Yeah. Maybe. Sal knows me so well. Howard. You know what? Gary, you should have let him call me so I could fire him personally. Where, <laughs> by the way, why are you stopping the music? I'm sending Sal in because Sal has thoughts that are so funny about how he thought you would react. Wow, Sal. What, what brought were you I this hate, time? I hate to admit this. Yeah. I actually envision you playing this while you're painting going, wow, this is a great painting song. Like, Sal hit the nail right on the head. But why couldn't this wait till today to get it to me? Like, why? You know, yeah, why did, the, what was the rush to I'll text Gary and, and get to my assistant? You know, so you ever get, like, sometimes you just get melancholy, and I was on the treadmill, and I was feeling melancholy, and the song came on, and for some reason... Yeah, that feeling isn't known as gas. Just leave me out of it. <laughs> you know what? You know what, though? One thing about this song, I got to say... This will be the song I fire you. <laughs> Thank you. We'll have this on in the background when I tell you to leave. Oh, you think God. you were melancholy then? <laughs> yeah. Hey, Sal, I got good news. I want to fire you. <laughs> Thanks for the song recommendation. That melancholy ain't shit. Wait till you hear this. <laughs> oh, my God. So this song comes on, and you think to yourself, boy, wouldn't Howard love to paint to this? Yeah, I really did. Yeah. It has all those elements. What elements? You don't know it's what he dark. listens to. I have an idea. Come I on. don't even like this. Really? Yeah. Like, Richard sent me a song recommendation, which right. was a little better. <laughs> it's the guy from uh, System of a Down. He's oh, singing. yeah, those guys are great. But no, he's singing uh, a cover of Starman. But, I mean... It, even that was okay. All right, I'll play you that one. So Richard does this too? Yeah, but Richard does it through proper channels. Okay. Like Richard's like, he's not calling me or attempting to get in touch with my assistant because he's envisioning me having a great week. Can you weekend. imagine what has to go happen for him to get a song recommendation? Yeah. I mean, Sal's delusional in the sense, and I understand it now because of Sal's parents and the way he was raised. That yeah. He, Sal's actually very normal for a guy who was raised the way he was. Yeah, I'm he could have turned out much worse. Yeah. I mean, 
Thank you. Yeah, you really. <laughs> I, know, I know. I know. I know. Not, not I was listening shabby. to that phony phone call you made. Oh, to my I God. should play this for Robin. She'll go out of her mind. <laughs> Wait, I got it. This this will give you an idea of how Sal was raised because this is crazy. Hold on, give me a second. I got to bring it up. Here, I got in the the, the computer. So, uh, here. I didn't know we'd be doing this so early, but. You know, one of my favorite new drops that Fred puts into the show, everyone, is climate activist Greta Thunberg saying, how dare you? Yeah. You know, how dare you? I love that. <laughs> and she's saying it to the world leaders at the U.N. at the, the Climate Action Summit. Right. right. So anyway, the, the drops seem ripe for a, uh, a crank call, <laughs> prank call. So, you know, Sal's father cheated on his mother. And had many children out of wedlock. Yes. Which was enough to put Sal in the insane asylum. Anyway, that's why Sal thinks he's going to be hanging out of my apartment all weekend in bed with me. Watching well, Survivor. he doesn't know anything about appropriate behavior. Yeah, there's no boundaries. His father was in bed with everyone and Sal's going to be in bed with everyone. He's going to get into bed with yeah. you. So Sal's always discovering new previously unknown siblings, as you know. Every time he could walk in the house, he could... Find a new brother. Yeah, last yeah. last year you found two new sisters. I found two new ones. Yep. And I told him that he should prank his dad with drops of Greta Thunberg, <laughs> claiming she was one of his estranged children. If you remember, I'll play you that clip from the other day where I suggested that to Sal. I got a prank call idea, Sal. Dad. Call your dad with Greta Thunberg, <laughs> and, and she should say that she's his daughter. See what he said. Do that today immediately. Right. Oh, just, How dare you? How dare you? What are you talking about? You got money? <laughs> How dare you? And that's what it sounded like, too. Yeah. So Sal did it. He followed through. Good okay. for you, Sal. Thank you. Thank you. And of course, his father bought it because <laughs> yeah. why not? Why not? Oh, God. But the shocking part to me, and this is what I mean about how Sal was raised, is when Sal's mom gets on the phone to defend Sal's dad. You think she'd be, like, furious with him? She is loyal to that husband. This is how you get away with it. You find a woman like that yeah. who'll yeah. just let you step all over her. It's great, because like Sal's mom has Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah. yeah. You know, she, she agrees with her captors. I was shocked. I, I, the last thing I thought was my mom was going to grab the phone out of his hand. Like, right. I'm like, whoa, what's going on here? Right. Say to your father, you're talking terribly to your daughter. Exactly. Right. And oh, you'll see. Do me a favor. Have a new kid call your father every week. Uh, okay. okay. You know? Shouldn't be a problem. See, if you, see what it takes to get your mother upset. How many kids? Was your dad pissed? He when... was, he was, he was slight. My mom was more angry. Right. You know, my dad was kind of like, he was glad he was off the hook. And my mom was mad at me for once. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So he's like, oh, you, you know. All so. right. Here it is. Greta Thunberg calling Sal's dad, <laughs> claiming to be one of his How new children. You? Hello. Hey, dad, it's Sal. Uh, you know, Melissa went on that. By the way, that what? is that is my favorite part of the call. <laughs> it's so. In I fact, was gonna say. In fact, you'll hear when Greta Thunberg gets on the phone. He's like, "Oi," and Sal is "Oi." <laughs> Any of these kids is "Oi." But just think of how Richard's dad greet him, and this is what Sal gets. Hey, Sal. Uh, hey, Dad. It's Sal. Uh, yeah, it's like, hey, Dad, it's AIDS. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He'd be more excited about uh, that. He would be. <laughs> Hello. Hey, Dad, it's Sal. Uh, uh, you know, Melissa went on that website where we found your daughters and everything yeah, else. Yeah. Turns out uh, another girl popped up. From where? Sweden. Where is Sweden? How can it be? I never lived in Sweden. I don't know. 
Oh, she was here then, and then she went to Sweden. I don't know, but I think she's a little pissed off at you because she was out of the picture and you never tried to contact her. Oh. Would you be okay talking to her? Uh, Hold on, Dad. Uh, here she is, Dad. Say hello. Hello. How dare you? The what? How dare you? You dare me for what? No matter how sad and angry I am, I do oh. not want to believe that. What are you angry for? What are you, what are you sad for? Because if you really understood the situation and still kept on failing to act, right, then you would right. be evil, and that I refuse to believe. Mark, what's your mother anyway? How dare you? You have stolen my dreams, All my right. childhood, with your empty yeah. words. I don't even know who you are, what you're talking about. Hello? How dare you? I don't care who you are. I got my own kids. My husband's got his own kids and they're all home. Go you have stolen my dreams and my childhood with your empty words. You and your mother. How dare you? I dare you. I dare you. People are suffering. Bye. Oh my God! <laughs> you know, he, in all fairness, he gets this these. Is not a crank photo. <laughs> he gets these calls all day. <laughs> you know, in my life, if like my father got a call from someone he fathered, like I can't even tell you the hell that would break loose. Oh God! Yeah, uh -oh. it's the norm in my house. Yeah, it's like yeah. Oh, okay, here's another one. Sweden this time. Yeah, right. yeah, he goes, Sweden. Like, I've never been to Sweden. Like, He's usually, trying to remember when he was there. Yeah, like, when did oh, I, I was I was there, but they wore a condom, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of saying, no way, he goes, Sweden? Did I fuck somebody in Sweden? You know what I mean? The normal reaction. When you go, hey, this is Sally, your father's like, oh, oh fuck God. this asshole. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's like, oh, this burden. <laughs> so, like, who does he hate more, you or condoms? It's uh, <laughs> <laughs> a tie. For all we know, Greta Thunberg really is your sister. It, she could be. That's she right. She could be. We don't know. It's nuts. Your dad's seated. And I love how he gets on. If it's a child he's never known and never talked to, who's they your go, mother? Why are you so angry? Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, who's it's your like, mother? Who's your mother? <laughs> she killed herself. Your dad's sperm spreads like the coronavirus. It's just everywhere. Yeah, he's a pandemic. <laughs> you guys are uh, worrying about the uh, coronavirus at all? Oh, oh, yeah. oh, yeah, I heard about you, Sal. Oh, what is Howard. he doing? You Sal is such happy. a fucking moron. <laughs> Did he go on the internet and find some more medication? No, no, no. no. This is the, unbelievable. I heard about this. <laughs> I, I, I stand the, my ground. What is the name of that boy band? BTS or something oh, like BTS that? BTS is from yeah. Korea? Yes. Sal was freaking out. BTS was up here at Sirius on Friday or something? Yes. Honorable. <clears throat> And Sal was saying there's no way those guys don't have the coronavirus. I mean, he was like every asshole. Like, and the other thing I they heard. They haven't even been home, Sal. Sal first of all, there they're was, Korean. It doesn't matter if they were Korean or not. They were from Asia, from that continent. Yeah, but don't they live like, like they're not just. Well, they're touring all the time, Howard. I don't know when Howard. they were last in, in Korea. You were Dude. freaking out that they were oh, up here. Oh, my God. It was like. Well, here's how crazy it's getting. I heard this. I don't know if I'm saying the wrong thing, Ronnie. Come in here. I heard Ronnie won't order Chinese food. <laughs> no, I'm not making a joke. Yeah, he won't. What? He won't, right? That's he will so not Ronnie. order Chinese food. He says not no anymore? way. Nope. Nope. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, no, they're they American. They think it's in the food? They the think they're eating bad. Yeah, the, the, the people here are from America. Yeah. Hold on. Wait. 
Ron, what's going on? I heard a report. You won't eat. You won't order Chinese food anymore. No, I'm taking Why? a break. Why? But aren't they Americans? Yeah, but you don't know who the hell's working in the back there. Right. And well, what they, does that got to do with it? Uh, or when they got here, who, you know. You don't know. You don't know. I won't even get Chinese dildos. That's all. <laughs> wow. Because, I, you know, it never would occur to me to stop eating no. Chinese food. Oh, Howard, take a peek in the back. You won't eat it, believe me. Because a lot of times they bring in... <laughs> since when is they, this... They, they, no, since when they, is Since when is this staff afraid of germs? This place is just full of germs. I threw away my Chinese cock rings. <laughs> no, I did not. <laughs> Jesus. Nah, just take a, taking a break. What That's do you all, going this on is with all this, settled. When do you think this virus... What do you think about this virus? What do you mean? Scary, man. Yeah, it pop, right? It's popping up everywhere. I had a friend who wrote me over the uh, weekend completely in a panic. Oh, yeah, what did he say? He was like, this is a pandemic. And I was well, like, that's what the newspapers and I'm like, are saying. What's a pandemic? I guarantee <laughs> there's, pl there's plenty of people not eating Chinese food at the moment. But you know what? I haven't been panicking about the coronavirus. I'm not I'm panicking. I'm just taking my, a break from food. When that's my all. friend wrote me, I went, maybe I should be taking more of an interest in this. Yes. Well, and what now, can you do? What are you going to do? But meanwhile, Sal, you know where uh, a lot of it is in Italy. I know. So, why my, do we, so what if we start banning you from coming in? <laughs> Stop eating Italian food now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know. oh, I'll die then. See? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's bad. I'll take my chances on that. But uh, now you have uh, Howard. You have but here's the thing. Wujan. You didn't even get a flu shot. I know. So what are, you, what are you talking about? So I have to be even more scared. I have to be more cautious. I'm the idiot who doesn't even have a flu shot. What? But I walked into the lobby, and it was like Chinatown out of control. Every, there were so many Asian people. I'm like, what? These people are traveling, Howard. They're but not you, locals. You, but you're, but They're going from country to country to country. It's a dangerous situation. Wow. Yeah, you got to look at it that way. They're Howard, on planes, Howard, they're in hotels. Howard, can I say something? Sal, you realize that every celebrity who walks through the door He's is traveling. traveling all over the world. Yeah. Not just Asians. People do worldwide tours for junkets, for movies and music all the time. So everyone walking through the door has been traveling. That's true, guys. I was just traveling. Uh, yes, but you're oh, talking what? about an area. But you're robbing. This is a congested yeah. area. Yeah, you're yeah. robbing, number one. It's different. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, nothing if I got you. something, he'll catch you're, it. You're resilient to everything. <laughs> right. But resistant. Yeah, resilient. Resi resilient and resistant, both in the same thing. No, it's Look, not. Sal, Even I know there that. was <laughs> a ship quarantined in Australia because of the coronavirus. And this lobby should have been quarantined. Oh, you're oh, out of your mind. No, it should have been. Howard, Listen, I'm telling you. What are we going to do? Doing anything wrong. That we should quarantine. What Safety if somebody, first. What I'm if just somebody just came back from a vacation in Italy? Should we quarantine them? Maybe. I don't know. These are great you don't questions. Know. These are well, great maybe answers. I should have been quarantined is what I'm saying. You pretty much are. You're in that glass box. You're okay. <laughs> yeah, sure. I'm here protecting myself from you. <laughs> I don't blame should you. Should have quarantined her a long time ago. Oh, you. <laughs> so you're what, not, what is your problem? So you're not getting you're not getting any Chinese food, huh? No, we. You know, I'm taking a break. It, wow. it, I won't even watch Chinese porn. It's really funny because I was on my way out to Long Island the other night, and there's this place we always go to. Right. And. It was 8 o'clock at night us. on a Friday, which oh, the place is always packed. Right. I drove past the parking lot and it was like, really? Three cars? That's terrible. Three Everybody's doing it. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, that's God. a shame. I told Kurt Busch not to drive a Toyota. What has that got to do with it?
That's just great. He said, Howard, uh, as a kid, Ronnie used to make prank phone calls. You know, Ronnie's not yeah. particularly funny. No, would, what were his prank He would call calls? the Chinese restaurant and go, ching chong, no, ching chong, no, ching. No, that's yes, not did. what I did. Yeah, well, tell everyone we what you did. We used to go to the back door of the restaurant, not on the phone. What did you do? We used to go, the guy, there was a Chinese restaurant by my house. Go ahead. And the back door was like in this little like parking area. Uh-huh. And the guys like in the summertime, the cooks or the, the helpers and everything, <laughs> they'd be out there like, you know, chopping up food, yeah. sitting on milk boxes and they're chopping up food and stuff. So they'd be sitting there with their little cleavers and stuff, you know, chopping up meat and, and vegetables. So we'd sneak around and we'd go, we'd start yelling at them. What? And they start running down. What would you yell? Ching Chong Charlie. <laughs> Ching Chong Charlie. And we'd start run. they'd start running down the block after us with the cleavers. <laughs> they should have hit you. <laughs> yeah, it, wasn't they on, did. it wasn't on the phone. It was, How, it was but, 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 but like, what is Isn't that? Isn't these kids Chong. doing funny shit? Funny shit. You and your friends. It's like phone calls. Little phone, Ronnie. Phone calls. I'm starting a little Ronnie cartoon. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah, no, it's Ronnie doing mom. every politically incorrect thing you, you can think of. Now what it's were a you, fucking cartoon. What were you tweeting uh, over the weekend? Somebody hit your car? Motherfucking people, man. They they really By the way, fucking... Ronnie was on fire over the weekend. How many tweets? Like 19, I counted. You were yeah. tweeting like crazy. Yeah, but not. I only did that one about that. Yeah, what happened? So Friday night we go to this restaurant in Roslyn. I guess it was in a Chinese restaurant. No, no, you know, you know the restaurant. Um, which one? Pesito. Pesito. Yeah, Pesito. Pesito. No, Pesito. 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 Yeah, I go there. The Mexican restaurant. Oh, that's a good restaurant. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know what it was called. I've been yeah. there twice. So we we've been there a few times, and we go there Friday night with a bunch of people. And I park in the parking lot, and I always park back away from, you know, everything. I come out, my fucking car's all smashed. Smashed or dented? Sma- no. Fender's pushed in. Ooh, the fucking ooh. grill is all cracked. Holy oh, shit. man. So, so they ran right into your... Yeah, they ran they back into it, whatever they did, yeah. drove into off. it, and they fucking drive away. Ooh. So I got a, I got a call into now to... Um, Do they have a camera in the parking well, lot? Well, I got a call into the manage, management office that... You know, runs the the whole development. Thing oh, of, I hope they have a camera. Oh, That'd yeah. be awesome. Oh yeah, they, they have ca- they do have cameras, but I don't know I how, they how much it covers. Co- yeah, so I'm waiting to hear back from them today. They got it. Then you could even press charges. Oh, I'm going not, to. You're not allowed me. to do. You have to leave a note. Dude, you do that. I am going to press charges. Look I don't at you. A, I am so pissed off. How much damage did you get at the... No, I, I mean this happened Friday night. So my body guy, I got to go over this afternoon. Who and, do you uh, use, Wayne Siegel? No, no, no. I got a guy in my neighborhood oh. that I know for like 30 years. Yeah, I, I bet you it was the, the Chinese restaurant. <laughs> the <laughs> they heard you weren't. You there was no Chinese by. restaurant. I'm saying he probably tracked you down for revenge. <laughs> yeah, tracked you down. Yeah, okay. You I can order so Chinese food. You know, you, you, you come on. It's He's like American. Dude, it's yeah. psychological, man. That's all. Nah, we'll get it's over psychological. it. Psychological. Yeah. All of a sudden. Yeah. So, so when do you Not know all of a sudden. Yeah. When did you ever become psychological? <laughs> you know, all the places you stuck your cock in, you worried about some Chinese food? I mean, think about it. You've, 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 uh, you've uh, died some crazy diseases, I'm sure, in your day. Did you hear that Cy Sperling died? Yeah. He must have cried, huh? <laughs> what I, I sent him this thing, Cy Sperling, the guy, the man. Um, yeah, hair hair club 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 men. Men. Yeah. He died on Friday, so I somebody sent me, sent me this thing. 
And I sent it to Sal. I said, I hope you're not crying too much. Well, Why? but Sal doesn't wear a toupee. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's got that other shit what he's <laughs> did to his head. <laughs> they Bobo put, is crying. They put, <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> that's a guy they, who's they crying. They put some shit in your head. I don't know what they put in that head of yours, uh, man. They put nothing know. in yours, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's empty. It's empty. <laughs> Just put a few thoughts in there. <laughs> I like the, the big joke is to go up to a Chinese guy and go, ching chong, ching chong. Yeah. Charlie. Right. Ching chong, we Charlie. Were kids. We, were, we were fucking 12, 13 years old. Yeah, but use old. your imagination. Good Lord. Howard. What? I just want to point another thing out to Sal. You know, Sal's always talking about, like, he's talking to Ronnie about, like, you know, be careful what you touch. First of all, Sal, didn't you used to go to the booths yes. at lunchtime and then just go fucking eat lunch and come back to work? Well, when I went to the booths, Gary, I used a Sabaro's napkin. I stopped off to uh, and, and pick right, up. But that's not sanitary. That's just a napkin. And, and they were constantly wiping up jizz off the floor. Yes, you so had to you dodge got it. jizz all over your feet. Not really. You have to look down and then you you pull. Oh, please, a napkin. he put a phone to his ear and the guy oh, jizzed yes. on the phone. That was the worst. And he had oh, jizz in his ear and his hair. And it smelled. Yeah, no shit. It smelled shit. like ass. Oh, it was oh, horrible. That's oh, why your hair thing. fell out. One more thing. <laughs> well, yeah, I got you. Sal, you know that nutcracker you put in your fucking pouch at Christmas time? Yes. That's made in China. All right. So what? So what? That doesn't carry the coronavirus. You really were upset for real, or were you doing a shtick when no, you saw Howard, those I Korean in. boy band? Dude, there was 30 Asian people yeah, but there. Sal, and all, I thought of that, all I thought about, and it has nothing to do with them being Asian. But yes, it that, does. Well, they were Asian, yes. It has a lot to do with them being <laughs> but Asian. But you just said it has nothing to do with them <laughs> being Asian, but it has a lot to do with I mean, the fact that they were, because I'm saying locally Asian would be fine, but these guys are definitely flying. They came from Asia. They're all, they're How coming here. How do you know here. where they came from? They're I an was Asian on a boy plane band. with BTS. You were? Yeah. Well, you shouldn't be here. <laughs> <laughs> Safety first, Robin. Beat it. I'm not kidding. It's crazy, Howard. And now there's this new one. Was it Wujan virus from South Korea now? And people are dying from Wujan. Is that right? Yes. It's a new a new strain that just but, came out. But aren't you the guy who licked Richard's filthy taint? <laughs> yes, it is. That's I mean, yeah. like, 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 I know. When did you become so the clean club? I don't know. It's, it's not Old Asian. Days. Didn't you have a pair of Debbie the Queefer's <laughs> panties on your desk for like seven years? Yes, yes, Jeez, I've done Sal. it all. <laughs> but now I'm older and you have to play it safe. I've actually learned a lot from you, Howard. You know, I carry my Purell. I have two bottles of yeah, Purell. But Sal, I don't see, want to get here's sick. The thing. I don't want to get yeah, other people but sick. But then you use vape juice with skull and crossbones yes. on the label, which could kill you <laughs> more likely to kill you than the coronavirus. Yeah. You're, you're, you're taking in a bottle of vape that has yeah, a skull and crossbones on it, and it's marked like like poison. I think you guys just convinced me that BTS should be scared of me more than I should be scared right. of them. I mean, such a weirdo. I'm I'm trying. I'm you're taking a step forward, cleaning up, making changes. You know, that's what you're doing. Who is? Me, you know. All right, so I licked Rich's ass. What's asshole. he talking about? I'm talking about now like the me he's now. He's saying he's grown. I'm oh. grown. I'm clean. When when did that happen? I don't know, half hour ago. Yeah. <laughs> you licked Rich's asshole. You know what I mean? His balls or whatever it was, his taint that time. Not his asshole's balls. <laughs> and you know how clean Richard's asshole is. Yeah. yeah. He hasn't showered in a year. Oh, God. <laughs> I had to put air freshener in there. because it was. I'm not kidding. We put, we have Glade plugins. <laughs> I heard you were mad at Richard because when BTS was up here, yeah. Sal, uh, Richard went to get coffee and Sal said he shouldn't because he'll be exposed to the Yeah, I said, don't go, absurd, I said, don't Sal, go through the lobby. Is... God forbid that one of them sneezed on him. You know, we'd all be going down. Oh, come on. I'm just saying, dude. Howard. You can't live your life like that. You That's, can. I know. You're, you're such a racist, dude. <laughs> How is that racist? Because That's crazy. Italy has the coronavirus. Fuck you're not em. sitting there. Then fuck Italy too, for all I care. I, I don't, you I, just said fuck Italy. Are you I crazy? mean, because of this disease, I'm not going there at the moment. The hell with Italy. What you are you going there anyway? Where are you kitchens? going? 
Anybody could have come in from everything. anywhere. Why are you getting Italian food? I make it myself. Well, Ronnie does, and Ronnie will go to Italian restaurant. Oh, but he won't go to Chinese. He's the racist. He can go to ch- you can go to a Chinese restaurant. You can go to an Italian restaurant. Stop it. I gave it. I'm giving it a break. That's all. All right. Yeah, I even threw out my Jackie. How do you know? Tapes. How do you know the Italian restaurant <laughs> doesn't hire I Chinese don't. people? I don't. It's psychological. I'm telling you. I don't know who's working in no, the back. No, stupid is what. All it is. right, yeah, I'll carry. So I want you today to go to Chinatown and no. apologize to those people. Oh no, dude! I want don't an do apology. That. I should and go. How am I, of course. Why am I apologizing to Chinese people? Because you've insulted Asians. I didn't get the coronavirus. They did. I didn't eat those fucking bats over there. Those nuts did. They're All the right, ones that but, brought. But they should apologize to us. These are people they, who live in America. You go apologize. The people who live in America are go fine. Go down there and apologize. But, but they're. They live here. I have no problem with them. <laughs> would you go to an Asian massage parlor right now if I get you a freebie? That's a tough one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I right. would. You would, right? right? I would. Yeah, yeah. But you won't go to a Chinese restaurant. Makes not, no sense. not right now. It's not like I'm never going again. You go today. <laughs> You're another right, Ronnie, one. Ronnie, you get the Chinese that. food. I'm, I'm, I, I get the massage. Mr. Ching Chong Charlie. Yeah, I'd rather do my Horrible. detective work and find out who fucking hit my car. Fuck that shit. Right. That's bullshit. Fucking people suck, man. Yeah, you're one of the people who sucks. <laughs> yeah. Why do I suck? Because right away you you decide not to do business with Chinese restaurants for no good reason. Right. That's why you suck. Oh, okay. Hey, Greg. Hey, now, Howard. How you doing? Good morning. Um, I think ground zero for the coronavirus is your studio. Right. <laughs> Gary's Gary's desk had the coronavirus. That's true. Yeah, we couldn't Richard even identify it. Richard's shit virus mixed with Gary's death virus, and now we got coronavirus. And most people that work in Chinese restaurants tend to be from Mexico in the back of restaurants up in New York, New Jersey. So right. Ronnie and Sal are using this as an excuse to be racist. Yeah. Of course, because if you told me you weren't eating at any restaurants, okay, fine, you're just nuts. But, you know, this idea that it's just a Chinese restaurant. Will you yeah, still, Sal. Sal, will you still work with Asian Pete? Oh, absolutely, because he's Why? here. He's yeah, here. but how, about, how do you know about his relatives? Yeah. Well, we should do. Who's visiting? Right, good point. We should do a back- good point. <laughs> it's a good point. We do should a background do, check. Yeah, do a background check. So just before you sure work with Asian came. Pete, you're gonna do a background check. See if like it, maybe his, his grandma just flew in. You never knew. No, you know we'll check that out. All right. You know, I'm gonna go cough on Sal right now. You can. I would love for you to cough on me, Robin. Asian Pete, did you hear what Sal just said? Despacios. Yeah, exactly. Hey, he's upset. I mean, Surgeon General warning. You, this the, the is Surgeon out there. Surgeon General didn't say anything about Chinese food. Not true. He did it. <laughs> Ronnie thought that up. Yeah, Ronnie did. Ronnie thought it up. When was the last General, time you went to the Chinese not. restaurant? Me? Yeah. I went uh, last week. I went to Japan. Does Japanese count? Hibachi? No. no. <laughs> yeah, it's all the same. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, all right. It's been <laughs> a while. Oh, no, Corona. <laughs> 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 the coronavirus song. So, Howard, you, you're really good at this. You're great with explaining, you know, uh, germs and whatnot. What's your take on all of this? Like, how are you? You know, prevent- honestly, I think I've had my head in the sand a bit. But when my friend wrote me and said, hey, I'm really nervous for my kids, you know, because kids go to school, blah, blah, blah. And the coronavirus is pandemic, pandemic, pandemic. And what you, you should, so this person said to me, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? And I'm like, well, I'm not doing anything. I'm more concerned that uh, Karl Marx Jr. is going to get the Democratic nomination. Karl Marx Jr. 
That's Bernie Sanders. Yeah. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Oh, God. I watched that debate. You know, look, you two can leave. I know. About, I'm give gonna... it to Bloomberg. Give me a no, break. No, no, I'm on watch. your side. There. All, right, all right. Get out of here. You do Get out, Sal. Both of you. I asked about Corona. I'm Sal, getting thrown yeah. out. No. <laughs> Ronnie just threw you out. Kingston all right. I'm going to talk a little out. bit and tell you, like, I have been I have literally had sleepless nights after that debate. Really? For, with Bloomberg. Yeah. I'm just so upset because I was going to call Bloomberg and say, don't you know how to debate these guys? He wasn't well prepared and you know, he it's hard to to spring into action your first debate. Well, I don't know, man. I just was like watching this thing and I'm like first of all I would have said, Hey, I would never call Bernie Sanders Bernie Sanders. I would have called him Karl Marx Jr. I would have said, Listen, Karl Marx <laughs> You're Jr. You're gonna be the Trump of the Democratic well, Party. I'm gonna I, yeah, I guess a little bit I am. I'm just gonna because the guy's attacking me, I'm gonna say, Listen, if a Democrat wants to win against Trump. We can't have Karl Marx Jr. This is a guy who, you know, and by the way, I like Bernie. I like Bernie very much. I, I'm just talking about if you want to have a candidate who's going to win, Karl Marx Jr. ain't going to win the general election. It's just not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. He's resonating with somebody. Well, young people who, you know, haven't gotten a job yet. Well, think, what? The older they, folks in Vegas and, and the rest of Nevada no, couldn't get out to listen, the vote? I, I don't know. A lot of, a lot of insane people. <laughs> and the problem is that what they need is a good, strong moderate to be the candidate, meaning either Biden, Klobuchar, uh, Buttigieg, or in my case, I'm a huge Mike Bloomberg fan. So I wanted to see him. You know, and here's the travesty of the debates. You know, when you pick a surgeon, uh, you don't watch him debate first, other surgeons. Right. And and the key to this is, who would be the best executive to run the country? Who is the executive that everything he touches turns to gold? I live in New York City, and I got to tell you, while this guy Bloomberg was mayor, everything he touched turned to gold. He's an organized guy, knows how to run a business. He should have turned to each of those candidates said, look, I've been sitting on the sidelines watching you guys. None of you moderates are resonating. The only one who's resonating is Karl Marx Jr. <laughs> and Karl Marx Jr. back Castro <laughs> and Karl Marx Jr. All the shit he wants to get through all the free Medicaid and all the free college. No one's going to pay for it. No one in Congress, Democrats or Republicans, are going to approve it, and neither is the Senate. So we're going to be sitting there. Right. We'll have government gridlock all over That's right. again. And so, and if you want a candidate who's going to win, take a guy who has actually run the closest thing to the United States of America, a big city, multi, you know, certainly a multinational city like uh, Lots New Lots of York. problems. Lots of problems. I mean, you know, look, you, you, you look around when this guy was mayor, the businesses that were attracted to New York and the housing market went through the roof because it was such an attractive place all of a sudden. And the city was low on crime. And when they attack him with the stop for say, listen, stop the nonsense. I had 650 murders a year. I did. I tried to do a few things. Some things worked. Some didn't. But uh, it's all reasonable. And just shut the fuck up. And then they hit him with a business, naive business questions like NDAs. I would have turned to that Elizabeth Warren. I would have said, listen, Liz, you and Karl Marx Jr. have never run anything. <laughs> You've never generated a job. You've never generated income. 
I have thousands of employees, people whose families have a life because of what I created. And guess what? Every day you go to work, because you guys wouldn't know this, because you've been in the Senate your whole life. And by the way, while you were in the Senate, how come none of us ever heard of you? You're worried about the tax code. Why didn't you write a new tax code? No one's heard from you, too. Because they couldn't get it passed. Right. Why not? You didn't get anything done. So shut the fuck up. And as far as non-disclosure agreements, they're signed every day because when you go to work every day, you sit there and you put your hands together and you pray to God that when people are working together, they behave reasonably. On any given day, the HR has a, a, a line outside the, the office because people people are either sexually um, harassing each other or they're getting into petty arguments or they're getting into some fucking problem. Or, and, uh, the, you know, the hypersensitive get upset. Yes, and then they get upset and then they sign non-disclosure agreements to make it all go away. I can't sit here and disclose to you a case from 25 years ago between, uh, let's say, a man and a woman at my office. I can't do that because see, I'll wreck their lives. But you wouldn't know that. You don't go to work every day. You're in the United States Senate. He could have mopped the floor with these motherfuckers. Well, this is the problem. Again, who do you have preparing you? You then, need a guy who's like a prosecutor. Me. That's your a, turn to me. I attorney often, who is attacking you. I almost picked up the phone and called Bloomberg. I was going to say to him, you know, listen, pal. You're, you're, you're a, I know you don't, deb listen, you're a terrific organized guy. You'd be a great president. He's a, Bloomberg is a self-made billionaire. And that's, I would have turned to Bernie and said, listen, Bernie goes, I don't think there should be any billionaires. We should take that away. So I would have turned to him. I said, okay, now there's an interesting notion. This is not the country for all you. Of, yeah. All of America. <laughs> Is based on, so tell me, give me your utopian vision, Carl. You know, you know, I wouldn't even let him talk anymore. No, I would have said. Nobody wants a country I, let, let like you're proposing. Thought. Let me finish this thought. All right. I would have turned to myself, okay, so tell me your, tell me your utopia. How much money should anyone be allowed to make? And by the way, Bernie, when I'm president, I don't like people who have three homes. So I'm going to take away two of your homes because you have three of them. How do you feel about that? And how do you feel about a self-made billionaire who, it, the weirdest thing to me is they portrayed him as a guy who's out of touch with the middle class, but this is a guy who worked his way up from the middle class. Not even the middle class. The lower middle, the lower middle class and worked his way up and created jobs. And they're making a, it's like saying, going on stage and going, you went to Harvard. Ugh, you're such an elitist. A guy who goes to Harvard, I look at him and go, there's a bright guy, went to Harvard. Especially when his daddy didn't buy his way in. Yeah. He actually had to earn it. But all right, let's say, so So if you don't like Bloomberg, then go for Biden or Buttigieg or Klobuchar. But I don't, I'm one of those people, by the way, it's just my opinion. You don't have to, you don't have to debate me on it. I don't believe whatever Bernie's calling himself, a social Democrat can win. I do not believe he'll win the general election. So if you're a Democrat and you don't like Trump, I mean, I think Trump's probably doing a dance. Now, the other thing. Well, I was, it tells you something about what the rest of the field is considered. Yeah. If Bernie's the front runner. It's just weird to me. I don't know what's going on, but uh, I'll tell you what. If their main objective is to get Trump out of the White House, I think they're blowing it.
No, I think a bunch of ideologues are running to the polls. And yes, they want all these progressive ideas in the White House, but that's where they'll stay. Yeah, you can't get those through. You still got to get them through Congress. Look, Trump wanted a wall. He hasn't gotten the wall because he can't get it through Congress and he can't get it through. We have a system of checks and balances. So you got to take a guy like Bloomberg Uh, This is why I like him, who is a consensus kind of guy. Republicans don't hate this guy, and neither do Democrats. He's a good consensus kind of guy. And that's all he should be talking about. I hope that he's talking to Republicans. By the way, they all avoided the fact that this guy, you know, I don't know how many people have been to New York and and around the country, several hospitals that Bloomberg basically built and all the research facilities. This fucking guy is so philanthropic. I'd love to see Karl Marx Jr. give this kind of money to philanthropy. And I like Bernie. Don't get me wrong. I don't think Bernie's a bad guy. He's a good dude. I just don't think he can win. Yeah, but there's a reason socialism hasn't worked. Yeah, no one wants it. No. Human nature always takes over. Human nature ruins socialism because, let's face it. You're supposed to be... Everybody's equal and everybody gets the same share, but somehow everybody's friends always get a little more and get the appointments and their kids get the the school. It's the same thing. By the way, Bloomberg still eats Chinese food. I don't know how many people <laughs> He's know He's not that. afraid of the coronavirus. Ching no. Chong Charlie. But, he, you know, look. What the fuck, you know, I mean. I don't know. I, I watched that debate. I was like, whoa. And plus, they're attacking the Bloomberg. Like, why don't you attack the guy who's winning? Because I would be a little more concerned about that. But anyway, I watched that. I was pulling the hair out of my head. I almost called into our show, even though we were off. <laughs> you were going to call and talk to yourself on on the radio. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to call in and have Sal do an impression of me. And I would call in and <laughs> scream about it. But, you know, listen, I'm not the most politically astute. These are just my feelings. Let's see how people are feeling about what I said. It's always good to have people yell at me like like I know something and they know right. something. Let's go talk to Jim who says he knows something. Jim from Pennsylvania knows something. Hey, Howard. Hey. Hey, um, so let me ask you something. Oh, this is great. I can't hear him. Yeah, we don't want to hear him, probably. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, there, there you are. We can hear you now, Jim. All right. I'm sorry about that. That's okay. When did uh, Bloomberg suck your dick this weekend? Oh, boy. No, he was the mayor of... Listen to me. Listen to me. He was the mayor of New York. I saw New York thrive. Well, New York is nothing. New York is nothing. All right, I'm hanging up on him. I don't know what... Yeah, wherever he goes, <laughs> he can't be heard from me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I knew Bernie was going to be pissed off at me. He wants to fight me. You want to physically fight me? Hey, watch what you're saying now, Howard. You know, what's your beef with me, you know? I'm going to take the top 1% of my foot and shove it 99% up your asshole. <laughs> Listen to me, Bernie. I don't hate you. You're a good dude. You backed us against the FCC. I like your heart. I like the way you think in terms of uh, your, your, you, you care about people. Don't get me wrong. I just don't think you can beat Trump. You're getting my blood pressure up to about 65% now. You're at 65%? 65, 69% now. I've got a monitor right here, Howard. Look, I, you know, I knew you were going to take this the wrong way. 
if we take 4% of Sirius XM's profit and give it to 17% of the people we need. So, so I'm watching the debate. I don't watch the whole thing. I watched about an hour and a half and then I, I just was disgusted and tired. But the debate was like, remember at the end of the Avengers movie when every hero gets to take their turn beating the shit out of Thanos? It was yeah. like Bloomberg was Thanos. <laughs> and he was just getting the shit pummeled out of him. He was stare, staring at now, him. Let's hope that was Thanos uh, beating up the Avengers and then he's going to win eventually. No, well, it doesn't look that way. <laughs> I think well, he, it always looks bad just before. It gets good. Right, right. Well, see, again, I know that he's a problem solver. And after that debate, he's going to get the right people in there to jump all over him and uh, have an answer for all that silliness. Yeah. And here's a guy who wants to uh, talk to me about this. Yes, Kevin. Kevin's in California. Hey, good morning, Howard. Uh, hey, now, I, I love you. I first want to uh, thank my wife, Cinnamon, for getting me uh, to be a listener. But I'll be honest, and with much respect and peace and love, okay, Boomer. Okay, I know, I boomer. sound like an old man. I know, old, old people man. I know old people think that a middle-of-the-road candidate can be, uh, you know, or be the best candidate for the Democrats. And young people think like, uh, you know, like a communist or something. Well, yeah, you say you want another old white man. Who else is running? He's calling me an old white man. No, he said yeah, you want another old white man running the country. Uh, there, there are some. Well, Bernie's an old white man, too. That's what I'm saying. Elizabeth Warren is an old white man. We weren't talking about her. I'm not a big Elizabeth Warren fan. I like, uh, I told you who I like. I like Biden, I, I, Buttigieg, Klobuchar. Yeah. You love your boy Bloomberg, who I you do. think is some great deal that he was a mayor of New York. Yeah, New well, York. that's called experience, and, and he's got he's got years of experience, and he did a great job. What what the fuck else would you evaluate somebody on? Uh, his non disclosure acts. I just told you about non disclosure. This guy runs a company of thousands of people. You don't think every company has non disclosure agreements? People at work are kooky. They sit there and they fight all day. You spend 90% of your time on personnel problems because people can't get along. And then they sign NDAs, and you can't just disclose what what, what the... Come on, wake the fuck up! <laughs> How dare you! Okay, that's enough politics. <laughs> You're going to make me crazy. I I, I got to get out of here. I really do. Out of where? Sirius XM has an HR department, that it, it, or, or it's as we call it, the Sal department. Right. <laughs> and and they, 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 they got people lined up outside the door. They're constant problems at work. I'm Whenever you put people in a large company together, there's problems all the time. people don't just do their jobs. I'm a pervert. What do you think these, these NDAs are? You, you, should, you should disclose the NDAs. Like, okay, Bernie, what, what company did you run? I mean, oh, oh, man, I got to I got to I got to get out in the stand. I got to <laughs> get out know what you're getting out of. There's this will still be going on even if you're not here. I'm getting out. Out of what? Here. The, the planet. <laughs> the, the planet. That's right. What, what planet are you going to? <laughs> ready and to how are you going to get there? I'm ready to find out what's next. You ranch you. <laughs> You better calm down and get used to this planet. No, I can't calm down.
I can't calm down. You know? I'm moving to Wuhan. <laughs> Where you can get the coronavirus. That's right. Firsthand. <laughs> Whatever, though. I mean, you won't have to stop eating Chinese food. Talking, talking nonsense. I mean, what am I going to do? And I've been screaming and yelling all weekend, and Beth's going crazy from me. <laughs> she goes, well, why don't you get in touch with Bloomberg? I go, I don't want to be in touch. He's He's got to figure this out. Someone's got to figure it all out. Everybody wants great debaters to be the president. I don't need a debater. I need somebody with a track record who can run things, who knows how to be a success, who's got the Midas touch. And that's all you have to keep saying. Forget all of that. What are you, how are you going to run the country when you've never run anything? That's right. There you go. Would you get in touch with them? Uh, and I'm the kind of guy you can talk to. Hey, Joshy boy in New York. Howard, how are you? I'm okay. My blood is boiling, but I'm all right. Good. I'm, I'm glad to feel we're transitioning away from this political stuff. It's very early. Fuck Monday it. Fuck it. Let I'm Rome burn, pal. So I'm going to make more phony phone calls. To Sal's yeah. dad. Sal's dad. <laughs> you know what I'm going to do, Josh? You yeah. know what I'm going to do, Joshy? I'm going to do uh, uh, guess who, uh, guess which animals are fucking. I'm going to play a game next. That's what I'm going to do. All right. That's yeah, what fuck like it. Fuck the politics, man. Fuck it. I know the answer. No one wants to hear it, my man. That's right. Can I say one thing? Is it political? Not political at all. All right. Sy- Syracuse is a nice place. Pete Davidson is wrong. That's all I got to say. All right, Josh. Huh. Thank you. I hope Pete gets that message. Pete's listening right now. I happen to know it. As a, <laughs> I, have a, I have a chart in front of me of who's listening right now. Matt. Matt in New York. Hey, buddy. How you doing? All right. I'm I'm just curious how you personally reconcile being a supporter of the Second Amendment. You've been someone who's shown yourself to be like a moderate Democrat, but said, you know, I believe in a person. <laughs> I'm not a Democrat. Very good. Very good. I'm not a Democrat. In fact, Bloomberg, I'm not even sure is one. No. You can't. Cannot. All right. I'm not a Democrat. Then whatever you are, independent or how do you reconcile being a supporter of the Second Amendment and supporting a candidate like Bloomberg, who's very well, first of all, you can't become a one issue guy. I'm a big supporter of the Second Amendment. But here's what I, I hear from Bloomberg. He wants background checks. You know, let's face it, whoever becomes the next president, if they can do anything, if they can do anything. And that's the other thing Bloomberg should have slammed uh, Bernie on, His, you know, the NRA and all that. Listen, I, I believe everybody has a right to own guns, as many as they want, because um, you have to defend yourself and you have to defend your family and your home. But I'm also for responsible background checks. And if Bloomberg could get that through, I wouldn't be opposed to that. I was in Pittsburgh this weekend. They said there was some gun convention right. happening not far in from the where I was sitting. And they just go into some kind of an arena or convention center. None of there's no paperwork. Right. You come, you get your gun. Right. You go home with it. 
Yeah, that you know, with the trading of a check or some money. Background check ain't going to affect anything other than to slow it down, slow down the process by two or three days, and make sure that the person isn't completely fucking insane or doesn't have a, a you know, something like that. I mean, hell, I mean, I'm for that, and I'm a big Second Amendment guy. You know, I, I you know, I think anybody who who doesn't own a gun is crazy. Well, I won't you're tell you sure. I don't own a gun. Well, you're crazy. I always say. <laughs> Are you still a big fan of the uh, Glock 19, boss? Glock 19 is the best gun made. Handgun. If it's you're not the howitzer? No. It's not. It's the Glock 19 is the most dependable gun on the market. Is it? Very few misfires unless you're completely limp-wristed. But what does that, that mean? It means if you don't if you don't know how to hold the weapon, it it's won't probably fire gonna, if you don't hold it. Oh, it'll, right? it'll probably jam. I need something that will go off regardless. Well, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you still have to have skill and you have to be trained. But the Glock 19 is a a, a great home defense, and and so is a, a shotgun. And people have the right to do that, and 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 they need that right. But uh, that wouldn't stop me from voting for Bloomberg. The motherfucker, everything he touches turns to gold. Look, Clint Eastwood has jumped over to Bloomberg. Of course. The guy was a phenomenal mayor. Anyone who, who lived in this city saw what I'm talking about. You know who else is a huge Bloomberg fan? Who? Donald Trump. What? Yeah. He <laughs> loves... I, I, I've talked to Donald a million times privately about Bloomberg. We both agree that he was one of the best fucking mayors on the planet. I see. D Donald loves Bloomberg. That's why he doesn't want him running. He knows how strong the guy is. It's, he loves him. We all love him. D Donald even would say he's better than I am. I don't know. He won't say if it. If he ever the, would say it'll that. It'll be a hell of a debate. You, Jesus Christ, you're better than me. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I'm telling you. I'm telling you, people who are for Trump would vote for Bloomberg. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Am I right, Jay? Oh, hey, Howard. Hey. Um, what? I agree with you 100%. I'm a, I'm a Trump voter, Trump supporter. But I would definitely switch over to Bloomberg. Of course you would. You know, Trump will vote for Bloomberg. <laughs> I'm not joking. The only thing right now that Trump has to go on is the economy. And here's a guy that can stand toe-to-toe -to -toe with him on yep. the economy. Oh, I guarantee you, you would. this fucking guy would, uh, the country would flourish. But, you know, no, listen, yeah, but but they but everybody wants a great debater. You know, I sit there, I watch these debates. They, well, they want a guy who gets zingers. I right. told you they, they like the one liners and the zingers and that makes headlines the next day. I've had surgery, major surgery. And I got to tell you something. I don't I don't ask my surgeon to debate. I look up his you, I you look up his record. You don't want to be witty no. and off the cuff with no. the jokes. I want a guy with no personality. <laughs> I want a guy who's been studying. That's the same thing with my my presidents. I don't need a great debater. I need somebody who can get in there and. Work the system. I also think the reason why Bloomberg resonates is right now there's such a huge number of independents right now. And, you know, Trump's going to have his base and the, you know, some of the socialists and some of the progressives. But but the strong number of independents, I think he speaks to them more than any other candidate out there right now. I agree.
All right. Well, you know, you can, you can, you can tell me I'm crazy. I don't know. This is my thought. I'm, I had to talk about it because I'm going fucking nuts. Who else <laughs> no, am I going to talk to? My He's wife. I got to talk to you about it. My wife told me to shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I've been talking all weekend. I'm sitting there with those cats. I'm lecturing the cats. <laughs> the cats know how to vote. The cats, my cats all know how to vote better than the American public. 